You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. Writing, history, rules, and cool stuff. Today, I have an especially grammar-filled show for you about how English is evolving to make certain kinds of sentences more acceptable. It's a little more complicated than most of my shows, but I hope you'll think it's worth it. And now, on to the funny thing about verbs such as nab and witness. A listener named Daphne sent us this sentence from an online news story about package thieves. Noel Riviera gets a notification on his phone anytime someone comes to his front door. But early in December, in the middle of the day, he witnessed two women walk up to his porch and nab his four-year-old son's Christmas gifts. That sentence didn't sound quite right to her, and the reason was the specific forms of the verbs walk and nab. If she'd been the one writing the story, she would have written, He witnessed two women walking up to his porch and nabbing his four-year-old son's Christmas gifts. She says she's been hearing short forms of verbs often lately and wonders what's happening. In cases like this, you need to be aware of something called the recency illusion, the tendency to think that something is new because you started to notice it only recently. That happens a lot, but in this case, it turns out that Daphne is right. Sentences like, he witnessed them nab the gifts, are a relatively recent development, and they are becoming more frequent. And that's not where the surprises end. Before going further, we need some grammar vocabulary in order to talk about these two structures more easily. In particular, we need to talk about complements. A verb's complement, you may remember from other episodes, is a phrase that needs to accompany the verb in order to complete its meaning. In fact, the words complete and complement come from the same Latin root. One kind of complement is a direct object of a transitive verb. For example, in the sentence, they stole the packages, the noun phrase, the packages, is the direct object of steal, which makes it a complement of steal stole the packages. Another kind of complement is an indirect object. For example, in the sentence, Squiggly sent Fenster a lint roller, the proper noun Fenster is the indirect object. A lint roller is the direct object, and they're both complements of the verb sent. Yet another kind of complement is an adjective phrase after a linking verb. For example, in the sentence, Fenster was super excited. 
The adjective phrase super excited is a complement of was. He was probably excited about that lint roller. Verbs can even take verb phrases as complements. To illustrate, let's take a verb that's similar to witness, the verb see. On the one hand, it can be a simple transitive verb, taking just a direct object as a complement, as in squiggly saw aardvark. Aardvark is the direct object in that sentence and the complement for the verb saw. Squiggly saw aardvark. On the other hand, it can also take a verb phrase complement right after that direct object. For example, we might say, Squiggly saw aardvark hiding the confetti. In that sentence, hiding the confetti is a verb phrase complement of saw. More specifically, it's a present participial phrase since it uses the present participle hiding, hiding the confetti. At this point, it might have occurred to you that there's another kind of verb phrase complement that C can take. Instead of saying, squiggly saw aardvark hiding the confetti, we could say, squiggly saw aardvark hide the confetti. This time, instead of a present participial phrase, the second complement is just hide the confetti. This kind of verb phrase is called a bare infinitival phrase because of its similarity to the verb phrase to hide the confetti, which uses the infinitive to hide. The bare infinitival is the same, except that it doesn't have the word to. So if the verb see can take either a present participial complement or a bare infinitival complement, and witness means mostly the same thing as see, why do sentences like squiggly saw aardvark hide the confetti sound okay, while squiggly witnessed aardvark hide the confetti sound weird, at least to Daphne and me? The fact is that two verbs can have similar meanings but not take the same kinds of complements. For example, the verbs discuss and talk both refer to using spoken language, but discuss takes a direct object and talk doesn't. So the sentence, we discussed the problem, is grammatical, while we talked the problem isn't. However, it's also true that if two verbs have similar meanings, some people will assume they do take the same kinds of complements, especially if one of those verbs is rare enough that they don't hear it used with complements very often. This definitely seems to be happening with witness. Although the Oxford English Dictionary has the verb witness from as far back as the 1300s, it doesn't have any examples of witness with a bare infinitival complement. Nothing like squiggly witnessed aardvark hide the confetti. The earliest example that I've been able to find is in the Corpus of Historical American English, in this sentence from The Trials of the Soldier's Wife by Alex St. Clair Abrams published in 1864. Quote, Do not turn away a miserable mother from your door to witness her child die through destitution. Unquote. Another one comes from the poem Reveling by Mary Abigail Dodge, published in 1876. Heart of my heart, life of my life, here I behold you, beautiful wife. Yet I thought I witnessed you day by day, Fade like the roses of summer away. Fade is the bare infinitival complement there. I witnessed you fade. But examples like this don't appear very often. 
I did a search for any form of the verb witness followed by a personal pronoun and then the plain form of a verb, looking for something like witnessed him walk. And I found only three examples in the Corpus of Historical American English, which spans 200 years from the 1810s through the first decade of the 2000s. It was only in the Corpus of Contemporary American English, which contains texts from 1990 onward, that the hits started getting more frequent—three in the 1990s, seven in the first decade of the 2000s, and eight in the second decade. For example, here's a sad one from 2006 about how the death of Australian naturalist Steve Irwin was captured on video. Quote, it's a very hard thing to watch because you're actually witnessing somebody die, unquote. Witness with a bare infinitival complement is still rare, but it's gaining traction. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Now for a surprising fact. Not only does the OED not have examples of witness taking bare infinitival complements, it doesn't even have examples of it taking present participial complements. None. No witnessing somebody die, no witnessed them escaping. As it turns out, present participial complements began to appear pretty close to the same time as witness with bare infinitival complements. If, like me, you thought witness had always been used this way, then we've both been fooled by the opposite of the recency illusion, thinking that the way things have been in our lifetime is the way things always were, a phenomenon known as the shifting baseline. The first example I found of witness with a present participial complement is from the book Legends of Mexico by George Lippard, published in 1847. Quote, It was horrible to see them die, horrible to witness them clutching at each other's throats ere they sank below, unquote, to witness them clutching. Examples like this one with a present participial complement show a similar pattern to what we find with examples such as I witnessed you fade away with a bare infinitival complement. They're rare in the corpus of historical American English, 
but becomes steadily more frequent in the corpus of contemporary American English. I found six examples from the 1990s, 16 from the first decade of the 2000s, and 21 from the second decade, which isn't even over yet. Witness with a present participial complement is definitely preferred over witness with a bare infinitival, but that's not how it used to be. So how was witness used before people began to use it with verb phrase complements? They used it as a simple transitive verb, but with a twist. To see what it was, here are the top 10 most common nouns used as direct objects for witness in the corpus of historical American English. Scene, ceremony, performance, spectacle, death, effect, event, change, triumph, and departure. Notice that most of these nouns are related to verbs, such as perform, die, affect, and depart. Furthermore, the ones that aren't related to a verb still refer to events, ceremony, spectacle, event. Even the word scene refers to events in the examples I found, such as this was the first time he had witnessed a scene of Moorish warfare. At this point, I want to share an unsettling realization I came to while researching this topic. Although I agreed with Daphne that the sentence, he witnessed two women walk up to his porch and nab his four-year-old son's Christmas gifts, sounded odd, it gradually dawned on me that replacing walk with walking and nab with nabbing didn't make it sound much better. For some reason, something about he witnessed two women walking up to his porch and nabbing his four-year-old son's Christmas gifts still didn't sit right. This was especially puzzling when I found a sentence in the Corpus of Historical American English where witness takes no fewer than four participial phrases as compliments, and it sounded fine. It's from Ray Bradbury's short story, Golden Apples of the Sun, published in 1953. Quote, Upon the big rock, she witnessed him dancing, up and down, naked as the day of his birth, stomping, bare feet, smacking his hands on knees, and sucking in and out his white stomach like blowing and deflating a circus balloon, unquote. The thing that makes these two examples different is that in the Bradbury example, all the witnessed actions are happening at the same time. Dancing, stomping, smacking his hands, sucking in his stomach. In contrast, in the package-stealing example, the walking happens first, followed by the nabbing of the gifts. Why should this make a difference? To find out, let's take our examples with C. If I say, Squiggly saw Aardvark hiding the confetti, that means that at some point, Squiggly saw Aardvark, and at that point, Aardvark was up to no good, hiding the confetti that made such a mess later. You can infer that Squiggly probably didn't see Aardvark's entire confetti-hiding operation, because if he had, I would have said, Squiggly saw Aardvark hide the confetti. In other words, when C takes a present participial complement, it's talking about seeing an event in progress. But when it takes a bare infinitival complement, it's talking about seeing the entire event. The same distinction seems to be in play with witness. 
the sentence, he witnessed two women walking up to his porch and nabbing his four-year-old son's Christmas gifts, implies that at some moment on the security video, let's say at 1.35 p.m. in 20 seconds, two women can be seen walking up and nabbing the gifts. But those two things can't both be happening at the same time. Instead, we need a way to say that Riviera saw the entire two-part event, the walking up and the nabbing. For this, just like with Squiggly saw Aardvark hide the confetti, we want a bare infinitival phrase. He witnessed two women walk up to his porch and nab his four-year-old son's Christmas gifts. And now we see that there's no way to win because witness just doesn't take bare infinitival compliments, at least not in Daphne's and my grammar, at least not yet. To sum up, there seems to be a lingering conflict between the kind of meaning that witness conveys and the kind of compliments speakers will accept with it. Up through the 19th century, it typically referred to seeing an event in its entirety—a death, a departure, a triumph. But when it started to take verb-phrase compliments, following the model of verbs like see or watch, the more popular compliment was the present participial phrase— as in, witness them clutching at each other's throats. Inconveniently, this compliment is better suited to referring to events seen in progress. Maybe the current increase in witness taking bare infinitival compliments, as in, I witnessed you fade away like the roses of summer, is a natural development toward greater consistency in this little corner of our grammar. But witnessing it happen can be disconcerting. That segment was written by Neil Whitman, an independent Ph.D. linguist who blogs at literalminded.wordpress.com. You can also find him on Twitter as LiteralMinded. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, the author of seven books, including the New York Times bestseller, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. This show is part of the Quick and Dirty Tips podcast network, and you can find articles that go with each episode at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw. I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 